Prologue Overhead, tiny pinpoints of light gave depth to the moonless night sky, while thirty stories down, miniature street lights made a path for the occasional car to follow. The silence was so deep, Phoebe Mantell heard her own breath whispering in and out of her lungs. She leaned on the parapet and studied the tower across from her and her companion, taking the moment to find her focus and quiet her mind. "'You ready?' he asked. She turned as he dropped his bundle of equipment at her feet and knelt to extract the rocket launcher. He was dressed to steel in deepest black. Only his eyes gleamed out of the dark, eyes far too blue to be true. Lucky for her, she didn't need true. She needed there. I was born ready. She pitched her voice low, but her voice, laced with her mother's southern charm, sounded loud in her ears. Also dressed to blend with the night, she'd covered her chin-length hair with a black stocking cap and smeared her face with blacking until only her brown eyes were visible. His smile came fast and white, cutting into his dark silhouette like a lost Cheshire cat before fading back into the night. He readied the launcher, then used the parapet to steady his arms as he sighted in on the shadowy outline of the tower opposite. A pop, a hiss, a double strand of rope snaked across the gap between the two buildings in a gleaming silver arc. A muffled clunk found its way back to their ears. He tugged on the rope until the grappling hook resisted, tested it for give. There was none. He leaned back, using his full weight. It still held. He secured their end with brisk, practiced economy, then bent to check his climbing harness. When he'd shouldered his pack and was anchored to the rope, he looked at her. Phoebe adjusted her earpiece. You receiving? He nodded. You? Soft and clear. Catch you on the flip side. He gave her a cheeky salute and vaulted over the parapet into space. The double rope sagged but held as he disappeared into the night. After a time, the tension on the rope eased. It's a go. His voice in her ear confirmed what her eyes saw. Her turn to step up and do or die. In a perfect mimicry of his actions, Phoebe took her place at the parapet. A confident vault, her body kept angled against a gravity more imagined than felt, then the slide into darkness. Slow at first, she quickly picked up speed. The side of the building formed out of shadow. She curled her legs and thrust out with her feet, using the resulting bounce to swing up and hook the edge of the roof. Her partner, programmed to be gallant, reached down and pulled her up beside him. Phoebe shed her pack and knelt by the grill over the building's air shaft and removed it while he got out their equipment, all of it the latest in high-tech gadgetry. When she'd exposed the alarm wires and bypassed them, they roped up again and started down the shaft following a route laid out in her head. It was a gift, a talent, an instinct that was as much a part of her physiology as her eyes and hair and what she'd heard was her father's nose. If there was a way to get to something, a path to follow, she could find it. Deep in the building's bowels, cutting-edge technology opened the wall they needed to access as easy as a whore spread her legs, giving them the prize they sought. They lost two minutes when a guard broke routine, but made up the time on the trip back to their starting point. Phoebe released the rope and drew it in with a sigh of relief. I think that was our best time yet, her companion said. 
the English accent giving the words more importance than they deserved. Phoebe frowned. If we could shave off another sixty seconds. The muffled shrill of her telephone, followed by the harsh whine of two computers attempting communication, cut across her words with a warning that her virtual reality game was about to be invaded. Phoebe looked around, wondering where, from which direction, the invasion would come, but when Fagan spoke, his voice, disembodied and synthesized, came at her from the star-studded night sky. Playing with steel again, Pathfinder. Fagan, Phoebe touched a button on her headset, deleting the virtual Remington steel she used as her partner in crime. She crossed virtual arms. Coming down, or are we playing God tonight?